0: Welcome to the Brown Bag Blue Collar Audio Supplement Special Edition of the Stainless Souls Podcast, brought to you by the Realization of Stainless Souls, a come-as-you-are-church of recovery, discovery, and all religions. This edition is Week 3, Mental Wellness. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Week 3. Brown Bag, Blue Collar, Recovery Planner. This is a rather complex and complicated week, so I want to get right to it. If you look at page 78, real quick, we're going to go over the highlights of week three, and then we'll go back to the content of the week three text, and we'll go through it with a little more thoroughness. So this week, your meditation is 10 minutes, three times a day. Or three times for 10 minutes each and every day. For a total of 30 minutes. So week one, you went 15 minutes. Week two, 20 minutes. This week, 30 minutes. Your reading is one of my favorites, The Power of Now, by Eckhart Tolle. And you'll read 25 pages a day all week until you're finished with the book. You're still walking for just 30 minutes, but that's going to change pretty soon. And you're still stretching for 10. That never changes. And you're still going to a recovery meeting for 60 minutes every day. That never changes either. Your focus areas for the week the mind and mental health. You're going to learn informal mindfulness. You're going to draft a purpose, meaning, and mission statement. You're going to learn Tony Robbins' ideas about posture and mood. And you're going to consider purposeful and accurate thinking. Your human needs, brought to you by Tony Robbins, has changed to love, connection, and consciousness from certainty and stability. Your Covey habit is habit two, begin with the end in mind. Your healing treatment actually is healing treatment number three. You still have seven original affirmations available to you. Each day is new and original. Your step in service work is phase one and two, surrender and forgive, and what we mean by that is we're leaving and transitioning the surrender phase, steps one, two, and three, and getting into the forgiveness phase, steps four and five. We want you to consider, now that you've read A Vision for You and you're doing habit two, begin with the end in mind, how can your vision for you become an end in mind that you can begin now? And a service work question is, can you drive others to meetings? That's always an issue for some people. Your primary prayer is a step three prayer. And your thank you, gratitude prayer is, thank you for guiding me. If you look in the journaling section each day, there's going to be a exercise for you to consider. And on day one or day 15, that is, can you forgive yourself? So, of course, you should do some research before you dig into that, but that's the question. Can you forgive yourself? All right, now we're going to turn back to the text. We'll be right back. Okay, back on page 68 now, the week three text, the the opening text is all about beginning an informal mindfulness practice. And the reason it's important for you to begin an informal mindfulness practice is Real life doesn't happen on your meditation cushion. Real life doesn't happen when you're being mindful in your bedroom by yourself. Real life happens when there's interaction between one or more people, and you're one of those people. And if something comes up that might trigger you, upset you, anger you, what have you, you have to be able to become mindful in that scenario and then be proactive Exercise integrity in the moment of choice based on whatever your values and beliefs are. And if you can do that over and over again, you will avoid a relapse. And you'll avoid multiple other troubles as well. So informal mindfulness practice is really picking one or two activities and being fully present when you perform those activities. Activities such as brushing your teeth and washing the dishes. Can you feel the bristles on your gums? Can you feel the little bubbles on your skin? Can you feel the difference in wet and not wet, warm and not warm, when it comes to the water on your skin? That noticing, that awareness, is informal mindfulness. And ideally, you would be able to focus all five of your senses on an activity, so that you could experience it in high definition with sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch, all simultaneously, all turned all the way up. Because typically we experience the outside world through just one or two of our senses. And we get enough information to decide what... The occurrence is that we're experiencing, but with informal mindfulness you can experiment with your experiences and try to experience your experiences, it's a lot of experiences <laughs> with all five senses simultaneously in high definition. So give that a try. How many sensations can you be aware of simultaneously? The next tip I'll give you is many people, clients, and even classmates of mine, when we were studying mindfulness ourselves, we would put a yellow sticky on the bathroom mirror and another one above the kitchen sink, and it would just say, what are you doing right now? Or where are you? Or when are you? And that would remind us to become mindful, to become present and to do whatever our informal mindfulness practice was for that day. Very helpful. Regardless, I want you to remember that there's no right answers or wrong answers or right ways or wrong ways to do the things we offer you here. There's the way that you do them, and there's the learning and the experience that you get out of what you do. We recognize that our existence in this flesh and bones is not perfect But we also recognize that we can improve a little bit each day. We can get better. Little by little, we can improve our situation from wherever it is to whatever we would like it to be, provided we never quit. Moving over to page 69, the question at the top of the page is really, why do you think you are here? And I implore you to try to be optimistic and not nihilistic. Why are you here? Because every one of us, whether we're healthy or not, whether we're using or not, we struggle with the purpose of life. And we attempt to determine on a regular basis, what does it mean that I'm here now, at this time, in this place, with these problems and these challenges? What is the meaning of my existence and its purpose here, at this time? And some of us become so frustrated with the struggle, we just stop thinking about it but we're going to ask you to think about it a lot. So please, start thinking about it. Generally, your purpose, your actual purpose, is probably endowed by your Creator. It is probably something that came with you in this incarnation. And so, if you agree with that, well, if you agree with it or not, once you know your purpose... Why does your purpose have meaning? Why is your purpose important to you or to society or to some cause that you're interested in? And then after you come up with your meaning, what's the mission? Purpose, meaning, mission. Some people struggle with the difference between purpose and mission. Purpose can be highly intangible. Mission is completely tangible. Mission is something that can be done and it can be measured. So there's some examples here on 69, and I'll just read them to you. My purpose to create love and connection for others. Why it has meaning? Many people have no connection, but it is vital that they develop some so that they can discover the truth about themselves and perhaps their own reasons for being here. Mission? I will write music that I can share with others that will create love and connection. Notice that in the mission, the phrase, write music that I can share with others, is entirely tangible. It can be measured. Another example, my purpose, create happiness in my community by fostering security. Why it has meaning? Many people cannot be happy because they have insecurities in the communities where they live. Mission, become a police officer and create safety in the community I serve. Very tangible mission. All right. Next issue is the Tony Robbins posture and mood relationship. And it's one of the most important things I learned from him. And essentially, you can try this yourself and research it. There's videos on it. If um, you're down in the dumps, slouching, frowning, looking down, shoulders down, you are going to be sad or in a down mood. And no matter how hard you try, you won't be able to be happy in that posture. Likewise, as you stand up straight, stare at the sky, put your arms out wide at your side, and smile, it's almost impossible for you to be sad. It's also impossible for you to not look ridiculous. But just those simple changes can change your mood drastically. Standing up straight and smiling can put you in a better mood than you were previously, and... Staying slouched down in your chair will keep you in a saddened mood. So you can play with that and also do some research on it as well. You're going to learn about purposeful and accurate thinking. And essentially the idea here is think on purpose. And if you're not thinking on purpose, then what are you allowing your mind to do? Is your mind ruling you or are you ruling the mind? It would be better to not think at all than to not think on purpose. Consider that. Study areas for the weak drug and alcohol impact on the brain and central nervous system. Focus on the psychological effects, not the physical. The ego and thoughts of me. What are you really, other than a bundle of thoughts? And I really want you to, to chew on that. What are you if you're not a bundle of thoughts? The future. Is it real or is it just another thought? In fact, what isn't just a thought? Chew on that as well. Day four, my story, my identity. What is my identity? Isn't it really just a story that I tell myself and others about myself? Day five, my story of you and your identity. When I think about you, how is it possible that I think about you other than with a story? And I use that story to identify you and to make you unique from all the other people that I know. You might find it hard to believe, but there is no... Thing outside of thought that is a relationship if you think there is such a thing as a relationship I'd like you to bring it and set it on my desk I'd love to see it on day 6 you're going to question well if I am just a bundle of thoughts and you're just a bundle of thoughts then what happens if bundles of thoughts don't exist what's the world like then it's an awesome philosophical question and spiritual question as well Day seven, who am I and who are you really? Another good question. And those are the study areas. Then we move on to the required activities, which we talked about at the very opening of, of the podcast. Just keep in mind that like everything else in life, recovery doesn't arrive precisely the way that you want it to or need it to. You'll get the raw material. You'll get what you need to build recovery but rarely is it going to look like what you imagined when you started a program. Like we said earlier, human needs have switched over to love, connection, and consciousness, so find a day to work on that. There's a list of almost 10 questions I'd like you to answer for yourself about, uh, actually it's 12 questions I'd like you to ask um, yourself about your love life and other relationships that you have. Covey habit is habit two, begin with the end in mind. Nobody goes on a trip without knowing where they're going. How would they know if they ever got there? On page 292, you'll be doing Healing Treatment 3 three times a day. The affirmations are all original here in these seven days in the affirmations box. And we're setting up now for step four. And I want to caution you now and probably a dozen more times that Until you have step five scheduled with somebody, do not start step four. I don't want you digging around in your past without having a way to get rid of all the dirt that you're going to toss up on yourself. So once you schedule step five, then you can start step four. There's a little uh, writing in here about that, I think, too. Oh, by the way, did you get your physical scheduled? heart rate, blood pressure, STD test. be a good idea to get that taken care of. It really would. All right, so that is the summary of week one, and I hope it is comprehensible. I'm going to listen to it right now and find out. Next broadcast will be day 15, and then the next one after that will be 16 through 21. Hope you're all grasping the info that we're putting out. Thank you very much.